0: Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. Amen. Okay, I remember what our last series topic was. It was just last week? The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. And I said something in the first service, I said, God is so intentional that the Holy Spirit was what he needed us to learn at the last part of last, the last six months. Because he knew that we need the Holy Spirit for the next six months. And so this morning, I am going. We're going to start in a new series. Are we excited? Yay! And we are in the month of our. You guys gotta be in the spirit. You're in the spirit when the month of our conference, the emerge. And I love the tagline because it says, "His glory will be revealed." So when the month of our conference. And I'm so excited for the conference. I don't know about you, but I'm excited for the conference because God is is already showing us that his glory is definitely going to be revealed in Jesus' name. Amen. And so this morning, like I said, I've been privileged to start a new series and I'm going to steal a line from, uh, I think it was Toby that said it, that everything, anything I say wrong here, then I have the next three Sundays to fix it. So, yay. Um, And... A lot of us we are in the series of the Holy Spirit. We heard the series of the Holy Spirit. I believe that you guys follow through to the entirety of the series called the Holy Spirit. You know, but today we're going to be talking about one of the one of the very important principles of living a Christian life. After salvation, a lot of us, the first topic that I approached in the Holy Spirit is always oh, the Holy Spirit. And a lot of us got imparted and received the Holy Spirit um, in different evidences that's, the Holy Spirit to give utterance to, and now we're saved, and now we have the Holy Spirit. But there are some principles that we need to live by as Christians to be able to walk a fulfilled life as a Christian, an all-round Christian life. Um, Bible says, Jesus. Um, Bible says, God said that I wish above all things that you be in good health and you prosper. I said even as your soul prospers. So He's not just interested in what you can do for Him; He's interested in your soul and the prosperity of your soul. And so one of the many principles of how to live a fulfilled Christian life is what we're going to be talking about today. One of the many principles. And today we're going to be talking about honor. The principle of honor. So if you're writing, please write down. The principle of honor. Anybody ever heard the word honor before? Anyone actually understand what honor means? You heard it, maybe you know, kind of have an idea, but anyone actually understand what honor means? Let's see your hands. Do you understand what honor is? Okay, so I guess a lot of people don't. Anyone practice honor? Okay. All right. I kind of know, Okay. All right. If you're writing, please bring out your note. What is honor? If you're writing, please write. If you're not writing, please write. What is honor? Honor is discerning, celebrating, and rewarding of usefulness uniqueness and excellence honor is discerning celebrating and rewarding of usefulness uniqueness and excellence should i say that again honor is i s discerning (laughs) energy celebrating and rewarding of usefulness, uniqueness, and excellence. Next line, dishonor. You can't talk about honor and not talk about dishonor. Dishonor is trivializing usefulness. Taking it for granted. Dishonor is trivializing usefulness and taking it for granted. Honor, okay, you can I stop writing now. <laughs> Before you guys write my entire note. Honor is a principle, not a strategy. Actually, you can write that down. Honor is a principle, not a strategy. And I say that because strategies are things you think about to just solve a quick problem. But honor is not something that you use as a strategy in your journey and just say, you know, I'm just going to use it because I need it now and then I'm going to drop it and continue. No. Honor is a principle. Honor is the willingness to place value. And I'm very intentional about all of this definition because by the time I start to expand, I want us to now be able to tie these definitions to the examples. Honor is the willingness to place value. Honor is not a gift, it is a chosen virtue. You don't get the gift of honor, it's a chosen virtue. Honor is a currency. It is a currency that is used to buy realities. Just write that down. I will explain. Honor is a currency that is used to buy realities. Okay, enough of definition. Let's talk. Honor, 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 honor. I said a lot of things and I defined it in so many ways. And I'm going to start from the last part and then we go up. Honor is a currency that is used to buy realities. There are seven currencies in the spiritual that can be used. And I tell you, money is the list. Money is the list. Honor is the most important currency. Because honor gives, opens door of access for you. Honor man, honor God, same thing. Well, not same thing, but does the same thing. Opens door of access for you. The first person in the Bible that displayed honor is in Genesis... When Adam and Eve was created, the Bible says that Gee, God placed everything that they would need. He gave them food, he gave them everything. You have they they were they were created with a job. They already had a job. Eve already had a husband. Can you imagine? <laughs> All of these things was already given to her. But you see, the you see the place where dishonor starts to step in is where we start to seek ownership instead of access. And the serpent came and is like, I know you have all of these things, but you don't really have it. You only have access to it, but you know, you can own it. And when you have everything at a point, it becomes overdue. And so at that moment was the first display of dishonor in the Bible. Because Eve craved something that wasn't given to her. Another example of dishonor in the Bible is the sons of Noah. Who knows the story? Noah was drunk. It's so funny, I think about it and I'm like, how did Noah know what his sons were saying if he was drunk and sleeping? After he woke up from his sleep, he called his sons and said, you guys did something wrong. Because I can feel it in the spirit that a dishonor has already been displayed in this place. Another example of dishonor is Agar and Sarah. Agar and Sarah. Sarah. Aga was running away from Sarah, and the angel of the Lord stopped her and said, "Where are you going to?" And she said, "I'm running away from my my um, um, mistress. She doesn't like me, and she's saying all of these things." And the Bible says this is Genesis 16. If you want to put that down, the Bible says the angel told her, "You need to go back and honor your mistress." The biggest display of dishonor is pride. The moment pride starts to step in, you seek to take all the glory. You seek to take all the glory. Our example, our story today, we're going to be using as an example. But before we get there, I want us to read 1 Psalm 2, verse 30. And this will explain in this will now give us a little bit of explanation as to what my anchor is about today first Samuel 2 verse 30 and it says therefore the lord god of israel says i i said indeed that your house and the house of your father would walk before me forever but now the lord says for be it from me for those who earn on me i will honor and those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed and so our topic is honoring god our subtopic we're going to be talking about honoring God because there's so many, if you, are, if you read um, Romans thirteen seven, 7, it talks about giving honor to whom honor is due. So there's so many people that we need to honor. We need to honor God. We need to honor our parents. We need to honor authority. We need to honor spiritual leadership. All of that we're going to talk about in the next four weeks. But this morning we're going to be talking about honoring God. Oh, I think afternoon. We're going to be talking about honoring God. And... It says yeah, it says, I would honor those who honor me and I would despise those. Anyone who does not honor me said I would despise and they will be lightly esteemed. God, works with, God loves everybody, but he doesn't work with everybody. God only selects those who honor him. Our story today is going to be taken from John 12 from verse 1 to 8. John 12 from verse 1 to 8. And this story, I'm just going to summarize for all of us who know John 11. I remember growing up, my grandma then will make us. She, she always very important that you have a memory verse before you go to bed. And so my only memory verse was John 11:35, Jesus wept. And I said it. I was oh so proud. But we all know John 11 when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. And we go to John 12, and I say if you don't understand 11, you cannot understand 12. Because in, in John 12 from verse 1 to 8, at the beginning of the chapter, we see Mary at the feet of Jesus. And the Bible says that she took the alabaster box with so much oil and broke it in his feet and used the air to wipe his feet. And the Bible said people were just like, why is she doing that? It's not necessary. And Jesus said, he said that the poor will always be in your midst, but I will not always be here. That was one of the biggest display of honor. Because Mary remembered John 11. That my brother had died three days. And this man came three days later. And said Lazarus come forth. I don't know why Lazarus was not the one on the feet. He was the one that received the healing. But Mary understood honor. If you all understand what, the, the gravity of what Mary did, it said that that oil was a year's worth of wages. She had put it together and she had bought oil, and I cannot even imagine the amount of oil that was spilled because the entire place was filled with the fragrance of the oil. So it must have been a lot. And then the Bible says, and her hair was used to clean his feet. I cannot even imagine the length of her hair. Man, Brazilian is not even coming close. And people were saying, what are you doing? And at that point, Mary was displaying three stages of honor, or three levels of honor. She honored him with, his, with, her, with her ego. She honored him with her substance, and she honored him with her heart posture. Because she threw away her pride. She didn't care that I'm sitting at the floor when my sister is cooking and getting everybody looking good and eating good food. Where the person himself who was raised from the dead is sitting on the table and dining. But I'm going to be sitting on the floor because I understand gratitude. And I'm going to show that I'm grateful. Honor. Honor God. Honor God. I said three things I said. Your pride, your substance, and your heart posture. One of the biggest reasons I said earlier that we don't easily honor God is because of pride. Pride. It's so easy for you to explain how you got to where you are if you have more practical examples. And so I went to school for four years. And I had a terrible lecture, but I studied. Oh, then we had a gathering. Yeah, I remember. We had this tutor, in fact. But I graduated. To God be the glory. At the end. So easy. To share the glory. But you will say, I will never share the glory with you. God is all you. Nah. What's your heart saying? I want people to live with a practical example so they can also, you know, put it in place. I tell you, the most practical example is honor. 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 One of the major causes of dishonor and it's one of the biggest problems we have as young people. Everybody is victim of this. It's familiarity. Oh, we are too familiar. But it's the same person. I saw her yesterday. She was just dining in the, you know, she was just there, you know, in in the restaurant eating. I saw what she wore. This is not the same person. It's the same person. Oh, she's singing. Oh, I can also sing. Just give me them. They don't give people opportunity in this church. Because if they would given me opportunity, I would have sang. But this honor is acknowledging that somebody has what you don't have. Simple. I gave some examples in the first service. I said, How do God pick people that He uses in the Bible? Bible says Moses was one of the meekest men that walked the face of the earth. And it's so funny because Moses was a stammerer. If you look at his track record, Moses was Moses killed. Moses was someone that they didn't even want to talk about. They didn't want to see. His people rejected him. The other people, everybody's rejecting him. And then Jesus, and then God picked him. Jesus came 40 days. He has seen the Holy Spirit, he has, in fact, communed with the devil, moved from the devil to the Holy Spirit. He had done 40 days and then he went to pick a fisherman. He didn't even say, okay, please, I just went through a lot of fasting. Let me see your qualification. Instead, he checked, what is their heart saying? Do they honor me? Even Paul, with all of his messes, the one encounter I had with, God, with Jesus. The Bible says, and Paul went on his feet and said, Lord, what would you have me do? Ah. And Jesus said, this is a man I need. Honor. Honor. He said one, one of, of the, the major, major causes, causes of dishonor is familiarity. familiarity. We play familiar even with God because we play familiar with men. Jesus said, you said that you love me. Yet, you see me but you don't feed me says that when I needed clothes, you didn't cover me. And disciples were like, when, did you, when were you hungry? Like, we have like five loaves and so many fishes that become baskets. That's not food. And he said, when you see those who you need and you don't do it. So what we do to man easily translates to what we do to God. So because you play familiar with the, the next person and the, the spiritual leader and the authority and your parents, you play familiar with God. Some, a couple of minutes ago, when I was just sitting in my car, the Holy Spirit brought an illustration to me. It said, why is it that? It more like a question. He said, why is it that people who gave their life to Christ two weeks ago have more encounters than those who gave their life to Christ ten years ago? He said, people have played too much familiarity with me. But I can speak in tongue. Oh, but I can prophesy. Oh, I sound good. Oh, healing happens through my hand. And then someone who gave their life two weeks ago is saying, But I met Jesus. We've played so much familiar with God, but I know how God moves. All he just needs, the Bible says, where two or three are gathered. So we are one, two, three, four, five. He's here. And because there are a few people in the audience that have a heart to receive, God will show up. What does it mean the person here has honored God? See, so when the clap starts to get louder, your feet should get closer to the floor. Honor. Honor picked a woman that was a slave girl and took her from slavery into the palace, Esther. The Bible says that the king was a king over 127 provinces. This was a man that was so strong. Yet dishonor was put in a divide in his kingdom because of Vashti. But it was a slave girl that understood honor. And so when she became the queen, Bible recorded in Esther 7, she started to throw fists. You know, sometimes when we want something from God is when we start to not show honor. We start to say, Father, you're all good, God. Oh, wonderful, Jesus. We do all of this for like next 30, 40 minutes. I'll be like, you know, God, but this is what I really need. But Esther displayed something. The Bible says that Esther started and did feast number one. And the king was like, why are you doing this for me? What do you need? She said, nothing. Just want to honor you. And then she did feast number two. You need something. I don't need anything. And the Bible says it went to the time of wine. There's something about the season of wine. That's another topic. He said it went to the season of wine. It was the time for the feast of wine. And the the king had drunk wine. And it was calm. And then eventually after she displayed so many levels of honor. She went and the king said, And she said, There's some people that are trying to attack my family. My people. and the king said, who can that be? And she said, "Aman." You know, but as a wise king, sometimes that guy can be wise. But as a wise king, he stepped away and the Bible says he went towards the garden and was just walking. And at that same time, Aman had gone to his knees and was begging Esther, please, I know you have to say, please do not let this man hurt me. And Bible recorded that the king came back and he said, not only do you want to kill our people, you also want to rape her bro just kneeling and begging but at that point honor can displace and at that moment the Bible says and the king said they should go and hang the same Peter that the, the a man had put together for Mordecai was the same one that was used to hang him honor oh Solomon displayed honor The Bible says after Solomon was crowned king, there people had died. Now, Solomon did not really have encounters with God, but he knew the God of his father. See, I tell you, there's something about honoring your parents. The Bible says, honor your father and your mother so your days might be long. There's something they are getting right. The fact that you are still alive and your siblings are still alive, they are getting something right. The fact that you are old enough and you can go to school and do all of this, some of us can't even keep a pet alive. But we can easily tell them how they did bad parenting. There's something our parents are getting right. They might, some of them are celebrating 30 years in marriage. And say, but I see they are married. They are not perfect. Oh, but some people are getting divorced in five. There's something about honoring your father. And the Bible says Solomon... Your honor the key, the God of his father, the God of David. And he said he took a thousand bond offerings and did all of these things for God. And Bible says, and God appeared to him. He didn't even know it was a dream. And God said, ask, what do you want? Because you can't do all of these things and not want something. And he said, I don't, I don't want money. I think I have all of that. Just give me the wisdom to lead these people as my father has, had. And God was like, who is this person that honored me this much? That even when I'd given him everything on the platter, even when I'd given him a blank check, he still wants everything back to me. And said he gave him wisdom. Solomon is recorded as the wisest man that ever walked the face of the earth because of honor. The moment you seem like you don't have access to God again, check that you have been dishonored. You have dishonored God. Because the moment God starts to step away from you, check your honor. Check your honor. Check your honor. So scarcity brings demand, right? Right? When something is too available, you don't know the value for it. So God starts to say, "No nobody, nobody that is dishonored will stay around you. If you, if you keep dishonoring me, I'm not going to show up. And the same thing, you keep dishonoring God. You don't give him back the gratitude that is due him. You don't express that this, I am what I am because of you. I do what I do because you allow me to do it. If you don't express all of these things and your heart is saying the same thing, God will step away. Yes, he is long-suffering. But it says, for those who honor me, I will honor Another example of honor oh is brokenness, and this will be my last one. Brokenness. Bible says in Psalm 139, verse 23 to 24. It says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. And see if there's any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And Psalm 51, verse 17, it says, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. A broken and a contrite heart. This, oh God, I'm going to change the last part. You will honor. Because if you remember, it says that for those who do not honor me, said I would despise. So I change that you will not despise to you will honor. Brokenness is the biggest sign of honor. Because you are saying that God, everything I am is because you let me. Everything I have is yours. I said, that's how God selects his own, by those who have been broken. I tell you, if brokenness was easy, everybody would have access to God. Everybody would have access to God. Jesus is a perfect example. And Jesus will be my last example. Jesus is a perfect example. Bible says in Philippians, he started talking about Philippians 2. He said this person was God himself. But he pushed away all those crowns. He said, you know what? I'm not going to come on earth and bear the God name or the God title. I, I I don't want this title because I need to do an assignment. And the Bible says, because God did, Jesus did all of these things. Because Jesus did all of these things. Even Jesus, he had to fulfill assignment for him to be exalted. He had to earn up for him to be exalted. He says, God has highly exalted him and given him a name. Because he did not care for the title. Because he didn't care for the crown. Throughout Jesus' walk, the Bible will say, and Jesus will say, and give glory back to the Father. Even when people come and be like, oh Jesus, thank you, you did this. He will say, give the glory back to my Father. And this was God in flesh. Perfect example of honor. He had access. He could just say, I'm done. And step away and go back to where he's comfortable. Even when he was just about to give up. And say, you know what, God, let this cup pass over. I mean, the Bible says, and he said, not my will, but let your will be done. That is honor. And even when his own father turned away because he could not be sin. sin. Jesus carrying the sin of the entire world. He still did not give up. Honor. How many of us live a life of honor? It's not by just by the words that you say. It's about what your heart is saying. It's about what your substance is being released It's about pride. How many of you can come on here and sit by this altar and say, Father, I give you all the glory. Up this mic and testify that I am what I am because God let me. Stick up this mic and say that God, it is you, not about me, not about my title, because anybody can do it. The Bible says, Many are called, but few are chosen. So that means that you are called, you are anointed, doesn't mean you're chosen. So, but the moment you've been chosen, What does your place of honor look like? What does your place of honor look like? You know, when everything that we say and everything that we do, even in the body of Christ, the most important thing is to have a relationship with this person. I tell you, the first part, the beginning part, I said honor is discerning. There's a place of discernment when it comes to honor. Because you discern how God wants to be honored. Sometimes when God was asking for us to honor him, he's not just asking for us to give in our offering, or give in our tithe or give to the poor. The different times when he's asking for a different type of honor... Some days it might just be asking you to give your father a call. Some days it might just be asking you to go meet that friend that you have seen minister so much and just say, you know what, bless me. That's a big part of discernment when it comes to honor. But you cannot discern if you don't have a relationship with God. Because that way the Holy Spirit is is not leading you. Because I tell you, for those who God wants to bless, he finds a way to lead them to that blessing point. That's what the Holy Spirit does. And I tell you, the people that the devil wants to punish, he finds a way to lead them to the punishment. <laughs> you meet you somewhere. The <laughs> Bible says that, he said, even at the scent of water, the, the, the cut branch can germinate. Just at the scent of water. So a lot of us, we've been cut off, but at the scent of water. Bible says in Revelation, it says, anyone whose name is not in the book of life. Simple. Anyone. Bishop, apostle, prophetess, prophet, whatever. Anyone. I tell you in the book of life, there's no title in front of your name. It's just your name. Jesus is saying that I'm calling for a relationship with you so that I can show you what a life of honor looks like. The honor that opens doors of access for you. But I seek a relationship with you. And so all heads bow, all eyes closed. And the way we do it here is that you're going to publicly declare jesus as your lord and personal savior because the bible says in romans it said that if you come out and you declare and then you believe in your heart then you will be saved and so if you're here and you've heard a lot about honor you believe that you i want god i want to honor you more and i want to understand how you want to be honored but there's no way i can do it if i don't hear from you if i don't have a relationship with you if i don't discern these things At the scent of water. Please step forward. We only have a few seconds to do this. If you're feeling it in your heart and there's a nudge in your heart, but you're fighting and saying, but I just rededicated my life two weeks ago. Something, 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 this, 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 that. And you're having all of this argument with yourself. You need to be out here because you've not been doing something right. Anyone whose name is not in the book of life, will be thrown in the lake of fire. This is not a thing of fear. This is reality. The, we, no one knows when Jesus will come. The song says, till he returns or calls me home. One or the other is going to happen. But it's definitely going to happen. And so if you want to rebuild your relationship with God, you want to rebuild your relationship with Jesus, you do not want that sacrifice on the cross to be in vain and then pay for it everlasting. I tell you, forever plus your age is forever. Please step forward. Give a few more seconds and then we'll pray. God, I want to honor you. But I want to have a relationship with you so that I might discern how you want to be honored. I seek a relationship with you. I know you do you're not a legalistic god that just seek me for my assignment. You said even as I prosper you want my soul to prosper. few more seconds and then we'll pray and if you're also online and you want to give your life to Christ this moment there'll be a number on the screen I just want you to text save to that number and pray this prayer with me Lord Jesus I thank you for today I thank you for the opportunity to have my name written in the book of life I thank you for the opportunity To have a relationship with you. I thank you for the opportunity. To honor you. Father I pray at this moment. That father you recognize me as one of your children. That the blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary. Cleanse every of my sin. And will make me new again. Thank you Holy Spirit. For in Jesus mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please, um um you see the lady in red, get a card from her and she'll get your name, and we'll definitely be praying with you. Please rejoice with them before we go into prayer. All right, we're gonna pray. If you want to stand, stand, if you want to sit, sit. But this is a very important prayer before we go into titan offering one of my favorite words in the Bible is again. Bible says, and Abraham knew Sarah again. Jesus told the men that the fisherman he said, One more time, try again one more time and so there's a, there's a grace of again. And so I pray at this this afternoon. Say, Father, if there's any way I have dishonored my way to a closed heaven, if there's any way I've dishonored my way to a closed heaven, dishonor to man, dishonor to my parent, dishonor to authority, and most importantly, dishonor to you, Lord, have mercy. That is your prayer in this moment. I tell you, any door that is closed to you is closed because of dishonor. And any door that is open to you is open because of honor. And so, Father, there's any way I have dishonored my way to a closed heaven. Oh Lord, let your mercy speak in the name of Jesus. Lord, if there's any way I've dishonored my way to a closed heaven, I've dishonored my parents because I thought I could do it better than them. I have dishonored authority because I feel like I can do it better than them. I have dishonored you because I want to take the glory Father we, I ask that your mercy will speak let my heavens be opened again let the door of access be opened again for me in the name of Jesus Lord any way I have dishonored my way oh Lord to a closed heaven I have dishonored that friend that you have given the grace that I need in my life I have dishonored that authority that should have opened the door of a new job for me I have honored my parents the grace and the anointing to raise right. I have dishonored my way to a close heaven. Lord, have mercy! Lord, have mercy! Lord, have mercy! Like Sarah, the Bible says, Sarah laughed when she heard uh, that you will have a baby, but the mercy of the Lord spoke. Uh, and the Bible says, and Abraham knew Sarah again, uh, and Isaac was birthed. Uh, Father, there's any way I've dishonored myself uh, to a close heaven. Let your mercy speak. Uh, in in the name of Jesus, let your mercy speak. Let my heavens be opened again. Let my heavens be opened again. Lord, I have learned I will do better. I have learned I will do better. I honor you with my substance. I honor you with my heart posture. I honor you with my talent. I honor you with my gift. I honor you with my assignment. I honor you with my relationship. I honor you with my career. I honor you in my job pray the gap church pray I tell you some things some doors will never be open if you do not honor it's a principle it is a principle all of the commandments were put together that we might understand honor Bible says, honor your father and your mother so your days might be long and not only will you live long, you will live a long life with prosperity. Bible says, those are you I, that honor me, I will honor. Father, break me, break me, break me in the name of Jesus. Lord, I begin to ask, begin to ask for the spirit of discernment. Lord, let me discern who I need to honor and how I need to honor. I tell you, that job that you seek for, honor is the answer. Oh, that promotion you seek for, honor is the answer. Oh, that expansion in your ministry that you seek for, honor is the answer. That gifting that you need to reactivate, honor is the answer. The grace that you need, honor is the answer. Father, give me the ability to discern who to honor. Give me the heart posture of honor. Help me to be broken. Help me to be broken. Help me to be broken. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For in Jesus' mighty name we're prayed. And so, our Father, we thank you for this day. Father, we thank you because when you expose principles and mysteries like this, there's something you want to do. And you just need us to be there. The Bible says, the prodigal son's father did not come meet him in the field. The prodigal son had to come to a point where the father could meet him. This is the point we have come to that you might meet us. Lord, we begin to ask that your mercy would speak there's any way we've dishonored our way to a closed heaven, to close doors, let your mercy speak in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you give us the spirit of discernment to discern the graces that you have put around us that those graces might speak over our life in the name of Jesus. Help us to stop taking people for granted. Help us to stop taking you for granted. We speak against the spirit of familiarity that is overing in this generation. Father, we say we exempted and we learn to honor you, not take access to you for granted, not take access to the throne for granted, not take access to mercy for granted Father we, we recognize that you are good that we take, take all the glory Father I say take all the glory Lord I say that everything that come out of my mouth doesn't come from the knowledge I have but for you giving me the ability to Lord, I say it's not because I sound the most perfect. It's not because I have the best qualification. It's because you have chosen me for this assignment. And I do not take it for granted. At a heartbeat, I leave title. At a heartbeat, I leave the stage. At a heartbeat, I leave the fame. Because you are the one that deserves all the glory. All the honor. And all the adoration. Thank you, King of glory. For in Jesus' most precious name we have prayed. Thank you for tuning in to the Gap Church podcast. We hope this message blessed you. If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations. We celebrate you. Don't forget to text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Again, text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.